into Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. Hello, people, and welcome to Turbo Drive Live yet again for this week. And, uh, yeah, I'm back. And, uh, yeah, if not many people probably have realized that I actually moved to this time slot last Sunday. Because it's uh, dead in the IRC chat room tonight. And I mean doornail dead. Like, as in dead dead. As in dead as the doornail. Dead like the zombie apocalypse dead. Pretty much. But nevertheless, we got a listener on both streams. I'll charming. It's probably all of me. <clears throat> So, literally, I am pretty much talking to myself. So, anyway, welcome to the show, the most boring show on the frickin' planet. So boring, you could probably beat yourself with a 2x4, which would be much more entertaining. Uh, yeah, so, got a lot for this show. But apparently not many people are here live to listen to it. And it's a Friday. In the evening. With the good possibility of having nothing to do. But do do something like listen. Maybe? I don't know. Apparently not. So, yeah. Let's 
gonna be that kind of day where the people leave me alone and I go out of my mind yeah so yeah Turbo here with the most boring show on the planet and yeah At least we've got D'Artagnan. Just, yeah, just D'Artagnan. Yeah. And then it's like, uh, I can see on my MSN list that we have, like, uh, yeah, Adam, T-Bird, um, Blake, Blake Drago, and Rungus, and Viger. Yeah, so they don't want to actually listen. So yeah. <coughs> yeah, the Eps I Although D'Artagnan, obviously the SSR website is incorrect and I can't change it. For some reason I don't have an I don't have the power to change on the schedule. I did post you know something on the front page and I did notify the people tuning in on the Sunday that I was moving to the Friday so there's no excuse yeah instead of me saying it's no use yeah so yes SSR site fails well, the, uh, the schedule bit of SSR fails. As for the main page, it's it's a, it succeeds, but not many people actually look at the damn page anyway. So, so yeah. So yeah, if you can hear the the loud um, noises in the background, obviously that's just my parents talking very loudly, and also. Uh, various other things going on as well, so uh, I'd be surprised if you can hear that, because they are pretty loud, and I do mean loud, or unless this room is like the most echoous, echoey room in the history of forever, you know, because it could pretty much pick up anything, like scratching windows although the cat's actually inside and he's actually sleeping on my bed which is a good thing because that means I don't have to worry about him scratching on my windows and disrupting me which is usually the case <clears throat> uh, so yeah I'm having a big sidetrack people so uh, don't mind me so yeah you know the regular routine if you've obviously listened to this show about 200 times um or at least 120 not, uh, 20 times um got Sony News Rewind coming up very shortly then Turbo Source Impressions now I've actually got three pieces of things that I've actually talked uh, that I've done this past week so really I don't want to make a triple threat I'll probably just uh, save two for another day and just talk about one thing this time around and uh, yeah big hint DLC downloadable content yeah so that's a big hint for you there um, and of course if you've got any music requests although there's only about one of you then uh, you're free to send me a private messages uh, private message in the IRC chat room where D'Artagnan resides Or you can send me uh, your emails request at turbo at tfmx.co.uk, even though no one actually uses it. Yep. <sighs> Tends to be the case. So, yeah. So, anyway. I'll leave you people with a small musical break of the rock variety with uh, ACDC with TNT 
as I go MIA to the I I can't think of any other abbreviations to follow that so yeah I fail fail miserably and I don't have the fail button so <laughs> I'm screwed I'm screwed lovely so anyway you listen to some ACDC and Gubby right back with Sonic News Rewinds on Turbo Drive Live only on Sonic Sega Sonic Radio you know that baby Right. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Obviously, my dad is very loud. Dear God. Any louder, and he'd probably bring down the Tower of Pisa or something like that. Anyway. <clears throat> uh, right. Sonic News Rewind. Well, of course, there is a good number of uh, Sonic News stories on the Sonic Stadium. And by good is probably some that we already know and some things we probably might not know. Including uh, the knowing of Sonic 3 hit the Xbox Live Arcade 
this past uh, Wednesday, which I played and completed. And I actually did put a comment into that section, which I don't even know it has been cleared by anyone yet, but all I basically said was, um, you know, uh, saying that I just got three words for this game. Easiest achievements ever. That's all I have to say. Because pretty much it is the easiest achievements in the X on Xbox Live Arcade. If you are a Sonic veteran, these are uh, it's like the most easiest achievements in the history of achievements, if you want to call it like that. Even much easier than you know TM uh, TMNT, and that's a and that's a thousand point game. Even easier than well, even easier than the original Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You know. That's on also on Xbox Live Arcade. So yeah, I mean I was able to do it in what an hour and a half, an hour. It was piss easy. It's like basically get all the Chaos Emeralds, uh, getting all the Chaos Emeralds that'll get you two achievements. Uh, Going into the bonus stage and going getting the blue gumball uh, from the kind of like uh, gumball machine that'll get you another achievement. Uh, getting 50 rings will get you an achievement. Uh, and the points, oh, the points is just hilarious. Basically, all you have to do is just perfect, uh, get perfect on the first two special stages, and there you go. That's you got all the all the points achievements. Uh, that's in the game, and then the rest is just progression. You just have to go through the zones and finish the game, defeat Doctor Robotnik. And there you go, easy as pie. Yep. So yeah, and I am still surprised. I am still surprised that some people in the Sonic community have not actually gotten all the achievements for Sonic 3. Mainly one person so far. Um, I don't know about other people but I do know that Phil Vija has only gotten 60 points or 70 points uh, from the game's gamer score. That is quite bollocks. Quite bollocks, I say. Quite bollocks indeed. Yeah, I mean, yes, personally, yes, I did actually save, but it was only as a safety precaution. I still actually went through, uh, still went through the uh, uh, the game, you know, the game mode uh, uh, with uh, what was it? having not failed a special stage I did not fail one I, I did not fail one whatsoever it's like the first two I perfected mainly to get the 50,000 uh, 50, points bonus and that would just get me the points achievements so easily and uh, everything else was just a breeze really just trying to find the gold rings within the levels is just a wee bit tricky I, I do admit, I did actually die a few times, especially at the last boss, mainly because, A, um, during the last few segments of being supersonic and whatnot, I ran out of rings just as the final boss came around, and, uh, yeah, I screwed up. Um, uh, and then I had to go through the, you know, go through the boss battle, um, <laughs> pretty terribly I might add but at least I didn't say try to you know do a save state or whatever to get to a previous point I just continued I, I had enough extra lives to ha handle the last boss so if I died like five times I would still be okay but um, nevertheless of course I was just just like whew, just 
breeze past it. Just easy, easy going. The surprise thing is that they didn't actually put in multiplayer achievements this time around. Being being out of like uh, multiplayer, uh, competitive multiplayer um, achievements in it, like they did with Sonic uh, Sonic Two. Um, I think mainly because people were annoyed with the online achievements, uh, where obviously it was just not right for a Sonic game because obviously not many people were actually winning them. And namely because if you had a room and you go in as Tails, you are bound to lose every time. You're bound to lose every time. Um, so, yeah. Other than that, it's like Sonic uh, Sonic 3 is just an easy, 1, 000, uh, easy 200. And I'm waiting for Sonic and Knuckles, and I'm waiting for the achievement list rundown. Uh, to come in, and I bet that's gonna be another one th easy uh, 200. I mean, hell, all the Sonic games are s so far are easy 200. I mean, Sonic 1 and 2 are just easy as pie. But, uh, yeah, enough about me b bragging on and on. Uh, let's carry on with the Sonic news, of course. With uh, some. Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympic Games uh, screenshots been thrown around and apparently uh, Silver has been confirmed for being a playable character in the game. Uh, the evidence though is a little shoddy as such. Uh, basically uh, dear god basically um, in one of the screenshots, where it's uh, kind of like down, downhill skiing, I think, or downhill competitive skiing, uh, it shows uh, the kind of like flags in the background of each character. So you've got like Waluigi, well, well, Wario, Daisy, Peach, blah, 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 and whatnot. And then at the very end of it, you see a silver flag, obviously with uh, Silver's insignia and whatnot. So, or silver, silver silhouette, yeah. So it gives gives the impression that silver is confirmed for being in Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympic Games. So, fair enough, you know. I mean, uh, obviously, silver was kind, well, was scheduled to be in the previous Olympic Games, um, which was two years ago. I mean, there was leftover code implying that he was intended for the game, but then they cut him out at the very last moment. Uh, no, he's apparently in this version. Of course. And finally, uh, the new DLC for Sonic Unleashed has been released. Same day, in fact, actually. Same, uh, I think it was the same Wednesday, I think, or Thursday. Um... The uh, Empire City and Adabat uh, DLC or, or Adventures Pack. Uh, it was already on Xbox Live or uh, Xbox Live Marketplace, so that was fine. But it hit the US and Japanese PlayStation Network, but it did not go on the European version. What are the chances, eh? What are the chances, you crazy Sony people with your stupid, stupid networks that never coincide with each other? Terrible. So yeah, um, so if you want to blow another two hundred and uh, two hundred and fifty points on DLC for Sonic Unleashed, that which would obviously make you cringe and cry and go what WTF. And be my guest, you know. Um, it's definitely something I can never, uh, you know, accept because basically I haven't even one thousand the blasted game. So I say <laughs> with the two middle fingers. So yeah. And that is all your news for this week. 
on Turbo Drive Live. Yes. So yeah. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Oh, bugger. Bit my own tongue. Never a good thing. Uh. If you're wondering, I'm on some chewing gum just now. Obviously, it's the only thing to stop me from uh, eating lots of chocolate. You want some chocolate? <laughs> so, yeah. Right, so anyway, I think that's it. well. Obviously, the working week hasn't finished for me. I've still got Saturday to work through, uh, which is a pain in the backside because I hate hate Saturdays. But apparently, this Saturday is expected to be deader than normal, uh, mainly because of a certain musical concert that will be going on. Uh, during this weekend called Rock Ness and that's gonna be held at Loch Ness uh, or near Loch Ness don't know, don't know exactly but uh, other than that it's a big musical thing big musical festival just like Glastonbury and the tea in the park and whatnot so yeah started about two three years ago Two years ago, roughly. Three years ago. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, it's been a popular uh, organized uh, musical event for, obviously, big-name bands and whatnot. So, yep. <coughs> so, yeah. Uh... Yeah, so I can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. Um, uh, dear. Just trying to think of something when there's nothing going on. And um, by what I mean is nothing going on. There's no activity. Like no one's interacting, no one's talking, no one's doing anything, no one's caring, caring, no one's giving a shit. Yeah, and it's really daunting trying to figure out things to talk about. Obviously, if there's no one listening, it's not good at all. Nah. So yeah, it's just one of those nights. So yeah, uh, right. Just trying to think off my top of my head. What else I could talk about to lengthen the show? Ah, screw it. I'm going into another musical break and going in straight into TFI. Turbo Swift impressions. Uh. Like I said, it's DLC, but of course you know me, it's not going to be Sonic Unleashed DLC. Because I don't want to talk about Sonic Unleashed. Because it's an evil game. It was made by the devil. I swear by it. Or maybe it wasn't, I don't know. But People who were making this game must have been on something while they were designing this game, because I think it was just intended to be the ultimate trip anyway so here we go and this song will probably give you a big 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 clue of uh, what I might be talking about uh, definitely talks about the genre of uh, what uh, what this DLC is for but um, it's up to you to think you know what is he gonna be talking about so here is Crush 4E revving up uh, from their self-titled album, I think. I think I think it's their self-titled album. I don't know. So yeah. Enjoy this and see you on the other side for TFI Friday. Yay! 
Oh wait, that was that Channel 4 sh show that got cancelled. My mistake. Turbo Source Impressions on a Friday. Yay. See you in a bit. <laughs> It's time for Turbo Surge Impressions on the Friday. 
onto Overdrive Live. Yay. So, yeah, uh, Turbo Source Impressions. Well, obviously, if you didn't got the clue in uh, Crash 40's revving up, uh, it's actually car based. Yes, cars. Yes. And what was the most recent car DLC that came around? Yes, Burnout Paradise. Yes. Um, with its uh, big. Big Surf Island uh, DLC that came out uh, well yesterday in fact and what can I talk about it well it's a brand new uh, landscape DLC uh, that's available for the game which adds in a new islands uh, in the game with new roads there's uh, 12 roads Uh, each with their own kind of like uh, obviously uh, roll girl and showtime rules uh, signs. There's uh, 15 new events in the in the game uh, in the DLC, and there's also like uh, additional billboards and smash gates to go through, and uh, what's known as mega jumps instead of super jumps. Um, obviously, they're much bigger. And uh, yeah, you also get uh, eight new cars uh, with the DLC as well, including your fir first car is already unlocked for you, uh, which is the dust storm buggy uh, type of uh, car. And uh, what do I think about it? Well, I personally think it's a very good uh, piece of DLC, very well well put together, obviously. Um, of course, it isn't actually it wasn't actually uh part of the game's disc mainly because you needed to get the uh, uh 1.9 uh up you know update for the game which uh itself uh is about 1.2 gigabytes in size. So obviously that's the core of uh, the DLC right there. The payable DLC is actually a key for that update, because uh, once you have that update on your, you know, machine, uh, you'll be able to see the uh, the uh, kind of like, you know, island. <sighs> Just uh, obviously in the vicinity of Fourth Street, you know. On the four on Street Fourth or wherever, uh, it's near obviously one of the kind of like well, the f it's actually very close to the very first um, you know junkyard that you come from, and uh, obviously you see a big bridge and obviously many people who hasn't got the DLC uh, the DLC key for that update to go into that uh, go onto Big uh, Big Surf Island. Uh, They usually have a kind of like a, an advert in their way, and obviously they get turned the other way. Um, as for obviously the uh, kind of like price for it, um, I obviously I've seen you know various pricing of it, and it's uh, pricing is one thousand Microsoft points for it. For obviously 15 new events, eight new cars, technically nine because actually with the new kind of like uh, the apparently the ninth car in the set is actually when you do every challenge or every free burn challenge uh, available in the game, and now with the added challenges for the island, the new island bit. It actually brings the tally to 500 challenges. Now that's a lot. Uh, and me, I've only done about 311 or so. So, yeah, not very good. And most of my kind of like challenges that I've done, 
Like I've done, I've fully done all the two and three player ones, which got me one of my past achievements, which was uh, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but um, no, with uh, other ones, it's it's kind of like muddled up, like the eight player ones, the seven player ones, the six players, mainly because you can't hold a room, hold, you know, you can't get a room long enough for being able to do those. But anyway, moving on, back to the point at hand with the DLC, you know, for 1,000 points, you're actually getting a lot of content, actually, for 1,000 Microsoft points. Um, mainly, you're getting a brand new area to play with, you know, you're getting new cars, uh, you know, more challenges, more events, uh, obviously, new new roads to rule, obviously. Um, and of course, I actually thought that the ninth car would actually be a ninth bike, or like a fifth bike, uh, because uh, it had day and night uh, road rules for, you know, the bikes for that island as well, so I gave it a shot, and of course it didn't unlock, which sucks. But other than that, you're, pro uh, you're probably wondering, what else is there? Well... It does actually tally up the achievements. Sorry, oh, excuse me. The achievements in the game, um, where it was at a tally point of 1,140 points, but now they actually tallied it up to uh, 1,250. So uh yeah it's now the you know it's now complete I guess I think now they have actually completed the game uh and it's all sorted So yeah uh mainly because obviously the achievements set list is now at a at the you know the original maximum score you you can get with a game that has a thousand gamers, gamer retail gamers points, and then a, an additional DLC, you know, 250 DLC uh, achievements. So the only, obviously, the only two game, well, technically the only two games that have done that, uh, that has broken that rule is Halo 3 and Gears of War 2, and I also believe that half uh, Fallout 3 has done that as well. But anyway, um. As for other things, well, do I actually like it? I actually do actually like the DLC. I do like the Big uh, big Surf Beach. Uh, why? Well, obviously it's gotten me back into playing the game again. Um, uh, obviously to finish off the achievements and whatnot. And for a thousand gamer score for a thousand gamer score for 110, um, well, it's not bad, you know. But uh, it it does obviously a lot of people when when it first came out uh, yesterday, people were bugging about it. Like uh, obviously they didn't like the kind of like rip off deal that you, you were getting with it. But uh, really for all the additional content except for just the achievements like the extra cars, uh, most of them are toy toy cars of the legendary pack, uh, which I actually have as well. So, you know, something. Uh, so, yeah. So, if you're a person who has Burnout uh, Paradise and still gets the DLC for it, might as well finish that DLC off with the big, big, uh, big surf island. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, mainly because obviously it's uh, yeah a very you know it's a very cool in-depth biggest piece of DLC that is on that game and uh, yeah I don't think they'll I don't think they'll top that you know I think I think with that DLC out of the way now they're gonna work on well obviously the uh, Criterion are working on the next Need for Speed game so yeah. So that's it for the Burnout series now. 
for now. For now, anyway. I don't know if they're going to continue with the Burnout series, whether they're going to follow up Burnout Paradise with a new Burnout game. Who knows? Only time will tell. But for now, what's going on on the grapevine is that uh, Criterion Games is doing the next Need for Speed. So there you go. Um, not Need for Speed Shift that's been done already, but another Need for Speed game in the series. So anyway, um, so yay or nay for the DLC for Burnout Paradise? I say yay. Because if you want to round off that uh, achievement set for, you know, Burnout Paradise, it's best to get this. And also to experience with the new area as well, because it's actually pretty fun. And you can get a lot of stuff out of it as well, like, uh, obviously the mega jumps are quite impressive. You know, uh, quite impressive to pull off as well. And what's best is that you can actually use your other cars on the island as well. So if you have like cars in your original garage or even like legendary cars or boost cars or whatever, uh, you can use them on the island. You don't have to ground yourself with the uh, new car that you get firsthand when you first enter uh, Big, Big, Surf, uh, Big Surf Island. And uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, right, well, of course, not many people actually requested any music. And by not not many people requested, I meant nobody requested music. Not a single one. Not anybody. So, that's how dead this show is now, tonight. So, yeah. It's like, not a single person at all has requested a song and that's really really bad and I mean really bad I mean this is terrible people really terrible so yeah so what I'm gonna do is that I'm gonna cut this cut the show short I'm only going to make it an hour this week because I can't be bothered to continue. Uh, mainly because of the lack of people listening. Because this is supposed to be a user interactive show. People are supposed to listen, talk, and request. You know, or even ask. Because I get, pe I get people asking me questions. You know. As long as it's not stupid questions, I'll answer them. You know. But uh, if no one, if people are listening and they're not asking me anything, then what's the fuck? What that? What's the fucking point? You know. So yeah. So I'm gonna be ending this in ten minutes. There is one other thing I want to talk about before I go, um, which uh, concerns about a certain subject matter that's on the SSMB right now, and that is the UK. Uh, age rating system for games. Now, the current debate that's going to be going on this Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, will decide the fate of who will be who will be allowed to rate games here in the UK, whether that be the BBSC or Peggy. Now, personally, from my perspective, as a as a salesperson in the re gaming retail business, I would have to go with Peggy because, for this, for this you know true fact that the so well so-called British Board of Film Classification should not, I repeat, should not be rating games mainly because they do not actually play the games. They only watch the games being played. They don't actually physically sit down with the game, have one person play through the entire game, play through every chapter, play through every cutscene, and actually bring down the final verdict. And of course, the biggest ball out of it, out, out of the law of it, is that uh, obviously uh, you have to pay to get your, you know, 
rate, uh, get your game rated by the BBFC, which is even more bullshit. But many people are thinking that obviously the BBFC is government fun, uh, you know, is a government thing. Obviously, it is law. Yes, it is law, but it c law can change, and if they just took BBFC out of the equation of games, let them continue doing DVDs and movies, which is still a legal, you know, a still still a legal form form of you know, kind of like prosecution and whatnot. Let them do the film thing, which they have been doing for many years, and was fine with it, you know, and let Peggy come in, do the game side of the industry. And let the government tell, and let the government change the um, government legislation, and actually bring up a new kind of like uh, a new kind of like protection act or a new act uh, to coincide with the Peggy system. Because frankly, the Peggy system is much more structured than the uh, BBFC uh, rating. Uh, rating system mainly down to the fact that BBFC has age ratings that they never use for games, whilst Peggy has the lowest lowest uh, lowest denominator of age ratings, which is obviously being that of a three plus symbol. Whilst with uh, BBFC, they have a symbol known as U, which is obviously if you don't know about the BBFC rating system, U is for universal. Uh, universal or whatever, uh, mainly saying that it's suitable for all ages. But do people actually understand that? Do the BBFC ever use that age rating? Do they actually get come up to uh, by developers to actually rate their games? You no, of course they don't. They just go to the BBFC. Uh, they go to Peggy. Let them go through it and slap a three on it. Which is much more clear and much more f well thought out. So really, I think that the winner should be Peggy. But of course, seeing that governments are, you know, the government is stupid enough to think that the BBSC is actually their kind of like legalization of stuff and whatnot, then they they're probably gonna go with the BBSC. But they want something that's structured and thought out and actually done correctly then they actually should go for the BB, uh, for Peggy because uh, the pan pan uh, pan games uh, european information uh, uh what was it i can't i can't remember the <laughs> uh, uh Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, Peggy, yeah, obviously the name obviously isn't as memorable, Peggy, I mean, obviously it stands for Pan, uh, uh, Pan European Games Information or something like that, or Pan Games European Information, uh, yeah, it's P-E- P-E-G-I, which uh, is Pan-European Games Information. And uh, really, it classifies all kind of like, you know, age ratings for, you know, the European market. So really, it's obviously because the U.S. or publishers, U.S. publishers and Japanese publishers all classify uh, the U.K. And in fact, the entire European... Uh, European, you know, continent as such, uh, as a you know, well, obviously as a as a single entity as such. Um, that's why obviously region codes are around, and that's why you know uh, gaming region codes are around. Uh, being that of uh, you know uh, here in the UK and Europe and Australia, we're under the PAL region. Uh, in uh, the US, uh, obviously, you've got NTSC, and uh, in Japan, it's NTSCJ. Um, so, really, you know, there's really no 
no other reason why Peggy shouldn't be given legalization to rate our games here in the UK if they're doing it for everywhere else. You know, I mean, what's what's the point of them being shut out for an organization, an organization that wasn't really made by the government? It was actually a it was actually a a you know uh, a complete an organization that just came out through the kind of like uh, legalization of you know uh you know movies back in the 19 1912s uh, uh, 19, 1910s or 1920s run about that area or era and um you know think that they have the they have the power to uh do the job of rating not only movies but games but really you shouldn't actually be giving them to you know um you know two kind of like uh jobs you know that's not their job doing games is not their job uh it's movies that they they were originally created for not games so really in all honesty the government actually should think that oh wait BBFC is a British film classification board, not a um, game classification board. Uh, they don't have the skills or knowledge to do games. Uh, they may have the backing power, but we can easily give that backing power to this other organization, which will do the game side. Because really, BBFC has no, no, uh, you know, no reason to think that uh, the BBFC uh, well, well the BBFC has no reason to think that Peggy isn't qualified to do the job because they do have the qualifications to do their job they do have the qualifications to do you know age rating uh, they do have the capabilities of rating our games because they've got a very well-known structure obviously it's all number based there's no letters there's no uh, they've even got individual um, you know, individual icons to describe what uh, each game consists, whether that being, you know, obviously violence, um, you know, violence, discrimination, drug abuse, sexual references, you name it, you know, they can describe it to you easily by just one symbol. Uh, whilst the, obviously the BBFC, they kind of just like summer, summer up under a, uh, a three-word three uh, phrase being that of uh, contains bloody violence. That's it. You know, if it's an 18-rated game, they just put a slap on. It contains bloody language. It doesn't go with the whole hog and say it contains bloody language, strong language. Uh, it it has bloody violence, strong language. Um, you know, sexual reference, uh, sexual references, gore, um, everything that's on the high end scale of whatever. But they don't go that way. They don't. They just focus on one point and uh, don't focus on anything else. They don't even focus. They don't in 18 rated games. They don't. Even, it, I don't. I don't know if that's uh, for uh, obviously Gears of War. Obviously, I'll try to get. Uh, actually, I can't reach. <sighs> that's not great. Uh, obviously, I can't reach my cabinet. It's like I'm about two feet away. But, uh, actually, try to get that out. Right, here we go. And, uh, of course, here with, uh, yeah, here with Gears, with the Gears of War 2 limited edition here, and obviously it's being given a big fat 18 BBFC certificate. And what does it say on the back of the box? Contains strong bloody violence. That's it. It doesn't talk about the swearing. It doesn't talk about the. Uh, obviously, it doesn't talk about. You know, it just doesn't talk about the swearing. Yeah. You know, it's like they say shit. They say, you know, they say fuck it and whatnot. But yet the BBFC does not acknowledge it for its rating. They just say it just contains bloody violence. And that, that, my friends, is lazy. It's just absolute lazy bullshit. Yeah. 
So, in conclusion, this debate that will happen on Tuesday, uh, I don't know. It, it'll be, you know, I I would personally like Peggy to actually be given full control over the UK uh, UK age rating system, and also be given legal legalization, uh, or be be given uh, the legalized backing for um, you know uh, the kind of like age protect uh, age rating system that you know has been going on just now, where obviously if you sell an age rating you know, age rate uh, game to a minor, you are, you know, you are, uh, uh, you are in caution of being fined five five thousand pounds, uh, lose your job and sent to prison. You know, so, but I don't know. I don't know what who will win. I don't know who will vote for who or whatever. Really, I have my hopes up for. Uh, Peggy, but if it does turn out to be the BBFC that uh, gets full control over this, then personally I think they should just fucking, you know, do the job right, instead of being half-assed because that's what they've been doing for the past god knows how many years, uh, like ten years or, well, maybe maybe not even, well, yeah, ten years maybe you know, because I think they've been writing games since uh, for ten years and uh, obviously and the BBFC knows fuck all about the game industry because they d they can't even label the games correctly. Like with you know Gears of War 2, they just slap an 18 certificate mainly because it just uh, contains strong bloody violence. They don't even talk about the language, you know. And that's that has uh, obviously, uh, obviously that's what eludes parents. Is obviously it's an 18 certificate, fair enough, but it only contains bloody violence. It doesn't contain any swears. No, it does contain swears. Usually if a game is 18 certificate, it will contain swears in it. It will, the characters will say fuck. The characters will say shit. The characters might even use racial slurs if they, you know, if it's uh, in the game. But of course, BBFC doesn't actually clarify that in their rating system sometimes. So really, BBC, BBFC should be booted off, Peggy should be given the full reins, and that's all, all I have to say about that. So anyway, I'm going to end the show there. Uh, I'm going to find a quick sh uh, quick song uh, to put on. Uh, obviously, that was a good rant, eh? Of course, it usually is, because it's always a topic that I'm always bitchy about and whatnot. Or it's always something that I always talk about every time when it comes up. Um, well, I'll put on uh, some Alice Cooper, Cooper for you. Uh, basically, because I was I actually downloaded uh, some of the well the Alice Cooper pack that was on Rock Band uh, on the Rock Band store, and uh, it had uh, the live version of Schools Out. So here's Alice Cooper with uh, Schools Out. So enjoy this, and uh, I'll see you all next week, same time, 8 p.m. And do tell everyone, because frankly, you know, it'll be annoying for me to find out that obviously no one will listen to my show now because it's on a Friday at 8 p.m. And uh, yeah, so that that's, it's bollocks, you know, pure bollocks. So yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on Xbox Live, bitch to the people who are on Xbox Live, i.e. Phil, um, and uh, tell him that he, you know, tell him that he's an he's an idiot. I listened to his show on this past Wednesday, and he didn't have the balls to listen to my show this uh, tonight. Thank you very much. So yeah, enjoy Alice Cooper's schools uh, schools out. Don't forget, you've got other shows. Do check on the SSM uh, SSR uh, website, but uh, for for now, if you want to check your you know favorite show, although if you've been listening to it many times over, you would know which which shows are on and when up. So anyway, that's me. I'm out. Thanks very much.
Alice Cooper to take us home. See you next week, people. Same time. Bye-bye. Only on Sega Sonic Radio, the number one source for Sonic music.